Hello again. Technical difficulties. Who cares? Bocce Boys back. Low key. That's it. That's it. No more. No more. I want to hear it. We talked about it too much. We're back. NFL season's over. Coaching fires. Everything. We are making full length uh, podcasts now. It will be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever your podcast. We're going to put tiny YouTube clips on YouTube so that you guys can view whatever you want at your own pleasure. We're back. Low key. We're back. But Davis, Amir, boys, we're back. Roll it. Summer, all I did was rest. New Year's, all I did was stretch. Valentine's Day, I had sex. We'll see what's about to happen next. This ain't no regular shit. We never begging for shit. Niggas is ready to quit. Shit that they hate to admit. In Texas, I keep a rifle inside of the whip. Call it driving a stick. In Vegas, I get two million a night from the wind just to run through the hits. All that on top of the chips. Boys. We're kind of back. I don't want to talk about it that too much. <laughs> NFL season's over. Coaching carousel has began to turn, boys. Uh, Amir's on his way to class, so we're going to get his takes in while we can. Amir, let's start with number one. Me and Davis talked about it before the restart, unfortunately. Brian Flores out in Miami. Initial thoughts. Um, well, I think I was supposed to be giving freezing cold takes. My hands are kind of shaking. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm not going to do that right needed. now. Um, yeah, Brian Flores, horrible fire. Um, the Dolphins are so close to being a, a good playoff team. And a lot of young talent. Uh, Flores is a good piece of that. And they threw him away for, uh, I don't know who they're going to hire. Some scrub, Me probably. Me neither. We're going to get to uh, top coaching candidates in a second. But it seems like in Miami, there's a, there's a little bit of a power struggle. Um between the GM and Flores himself over uh, assistance they wanted to fire and keep and whatnot. In the end, they just let Flores go. And he initially, like, he was a great coach, coach of the year the last two year, uh, two year candidates, I should say. But it looks like the Miami Dolphins are going for a complete rebuild, even though they have a ton of young talent. Jalen Waddle broke the rookie receptions record this year, too. It was a lot better. Bright future in Miami. Let's move on to another one uh, Matt Nagy. Out in Chicago, this one was a little bit of a prediction or a little bit of a predictable outcome. But what do we think for the future of the Bears? Because they also fired GM Ryan Pace. Um, I think everyone knew Nagy was going. Um, yeah. Nagy hasn't done anything since the one season he was brought on, the first season, right? Um, yeah. You know, and although Justin Fields is young talent, uh, doesn't look too good for the future as of right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe a change up will be uh, very useful for fields. Um, they really need to get some more talent, though, just in general. I, yeah. I feel bad for Nagy because they didn't have too much, but, you know, is what it is. He's gone. He wasn't that good with the, with the guys he yeah. had. He's a right. little bit of a nutcase, but uh, Mike yeah. Zimmer, how about that? I, I like the Mike Zimmer fire. That's my favorite fire by far. Just real quick, going back to the Bears, I think the fire of Ryan Pace is even better than Matt Nagy as Huge. a GM. You know, he gave he gave up way too many first round picks uh, for Khalil Mack and for Justin Fields. So I hope the Bears can start to pull it all together. But Mike Zimmer, huge fire. And the Vikings now, you know, they hopefully can get out of mediocrity. Like they're that team that always is between seven and ten wins and just can't find their way. You know, obviously they made it to the NFC Championship three years ago. But since then, they haven't done anything. Mere thoughts. What about uh, that offense? Like getting a lot better. They got to get OC coming as their head coach. You never know. Ethan, I'm really cold. I don't really care about that. Okay. Please. 
Um, what about Vangio? I think this is a very uh, underrated fire. I, the Broncos' job could quickly become one of the best jobs, even though the Dolphins, Bears, Vikings all have decent teams. But the the Broncos were seven and nine this year. Easily, a couple of games that they could have gone their way. Um, obviously, Teddy Bridgewater might not be their franchise quarterback. But what do we think about the, the Vangio firing? I personally really like Vic Fangio. I said mm-hmm. to Davis, I um, I feel bad for him. Broncos have just been pretty horrible recently. I yeah. personally think Fangio could go anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's a freezing cold take. But I think he's one of the best uh, potential hires for uh, an open head coaching spot. He just needs to get somewhere uh, that fits him. Yeah, I I just feel bad for him in general. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I think totally Vangio. Agree. Yeah, yeah Vangio, I mean, the, Broncos, uh, the Broncos. Look, the, the Broncos had had the team with Peyton Manning a, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But since then, they again another team been stuck in mediocrity a little bit. Uh, they need to definitely rebuild a little bit. So I, I think they'll get there with a new coach. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think Vangio quickly becomes one of the top DC slash head coaching candidates. Awesome DC, really good defensive coordinator, really knows his defense. I just think he might not be a good head coach or the Broncos situation wasn't the best. But I think whoever they bring in, get a good quarterback, watch out for the Broncos. Their defense is still good. They have some really good young weapons in our boy, KJ Hamler. And Deshaun Hamilton, let's not forget him either. Um, Correct. Yes, yes. Um, but let's go to some top job openings. Where are the best potential landing spots for these coaches, for, for potential candidates we'll get to in a second? I have to say the Las Vegas Raiders. I think they're they're wow. very close. You know, they made the they're now in the playoffs, and we'll talk about that later. And they, mm. I'm pretty sure I saw a stat they're the first team to fire their coach midseason and still make the playoffs. So that has to be the best job opening. And uh, there's a lot of candidates that they can take on for, uh, you know, a team with already a pretty established quarterback. I'm really cold. <laughs> here, what's what? <laughs> best landing spot. I went spot. to the best wrong building. I, I'm, I'm not oh. the wrong building. I'm just going to wait here for a bit. <laughs> L, L. Uh, I have no idea. The just, semester. just skip me. Just keep going. Skip. We're skipping. All right. Uh, my best job opening. Hot take. I'm going to take the Vikings. I really like the Vikings. Their offense is electric. They have Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson ready to go for the next couple of years. I mean, Kirk Cousins is fine, but he gets the job done. You can't argue with that. I think they needed an offensive-minded head coach to come in, reboot that offense, get that defense going. They get a couple good play pieces on defense. Watch out for the Vikings. They were only a couple wins away from the playoffs this year. Didn't happen. They had a really tough division. Uh, also, honorable mention the Bears, uh, Justin Fields. That defense is always elite. Watch out for the Bears. Hey, freezing um, cold take. I'm just going to say best place to go right now, Jacksonville. Uh, that's funny, I was just thinking oh, that. <laughs> that's a good pick. So let's Big. go to the top Big. coaching candidates. It, speaking of Jacksonville, I mean, Doug Peterson would be a great fit in Jacksonville. What do we think? Yeah, I, I think Doug deserves a job. I think a lot of guys deserve a job. Um, yeah, I mean, Doug, I miss Doug a little bit. Sirianni is great, too. but I miss Doug a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah well, I think – I personally really want him to go to Jacksonville. I think it's a great spot for him. Um, or just anyone, even Fangio, get some, some older talent or um, mm-hmm. older experience there. That'd be pretty nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would be classic uh, Eagles where Doug goes to Jacksonville, 
with uh, Trevor Lawrence and immediately like builds a franchise and they become yeah. one of the best in the league. That would be classic Eagles. Trevor Lawrence becomes Trevor Lawrence. But uh, I, I, I do like um, Doug Peterson's potential coach. Brian Flores immediately comes a top head coaching candidate, right? Like yes, he has I, brought the Vikings from hell. Or the Vikings, uh, excuse me. Yeah, no, he totally. He, I mean, he's probably up there. Like, he will get an NFL head coaching job. Uh, some of these other guys definitely will not. You know, I don't think Matt Nagy will. I can see him, you know, going to a defensive job somewhere like Dan Quinn did with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, but can I talk about it real quick? Not saying this, this name should not even be close to a top coach at all. The fact that Jim Harbaugh is in some of these talks for some of these yeah. teams is uh, yeah. is very interesting, and I want to hear what you guys think about uh, you know can he come back to the NFL like he succeeded in the NFL, but then he went to Michigan and now they're Michigan. Yeah, you know yeah, I I, I think I think it's kind of comparable to like it's not I don't know I just think it's stupid that he left Baltimore. He was he was really silent in Baltimore. We're um, talking about Jim Harbaugh, Michigan. the Michigan coach, not John. Yes. He was, he was at, the same at, guy, or is he Niners? No, I don't, he, was, he Niners. was at the Niners. John Harbaugh's oh, still right, with the Ravens. Blackout Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I'm just. Amir was blacked out. It's cold. It's cold. Um, it's I cold. hate Harbaugh. I hope he, I hope he dies. All right, I gotta go. I have class. Wow. I don't know what I'm doing wow, this. Okay. Year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bye, Amir. Michigan still sucks. It's it's freezing cold. Michigan still sucks. There you yes, go. they do. Yeah, I love it. See you, Amir. See you guys. But yeah, no. Look, I think I think Harbaugh has the experience, but I, I, he doesn't have the pedigree behind him. Like no. I think he has some places he can go. You know, I think I think the Raiders' job could be a possibility for him, but I don't see him going to like a team like the Bears or Jacksonville where they need to rebuild mm-hmm. a quarterback because we just saw, and they're not obviously they're not the same person, but we just saw how that worked out with Urban Meyer and yeah. how how what a colossal mistake that was for Jacksonville and uh totally so we'll we'll see well I think um I think Vangio should be in the conversation too I don't see Zimmer getting a job though no I can see Zimmer going somewhere being a DC but I think Harbaugh I think his name and rumors is not I don't think it's a surprise and I don't think it's just a oh maybe Harbaugh you never know I think Harbaugh has a lot of interest in coming back to the NFL I think he knew he almost got fired from Michigan last year I think he he had a really good year with Michigan, but I think he realized we're not. We're, I'm not going to win a national championship. As good right. as I make this team, we can't get past the Georgias, the Alabamas, obviously the other SEC top teams. Um, they got lucky against Ohio State this year. I don't know if that's going to happen again. CJ Stroud looked really good in the Rose Bowl. Um, yes, he did. But I mean, I, I would not be surprised if Harbaugh took a head coaching job, and I think the Dolphins are would be a nice landing spot for him. Um, I think that'd be really interesting, though, because I think Tua is so mediocre and Harbaugh, he can do good with mediocre quarterbacks. I mean, he took Colin Kaepernick to the Super Bowl and say you weren't about Colin Kaepernick. He was the perfect mediocre quarterback. Mobile could throw it. Um, I don't know. I I think it'd be really, really interesting to see where he would go. I think Vegas would be a a very good landing spot for him as well. Um, Classic Raiders hires. They hired Jim Harbaugh. Um, right. to replace John Gruden, but yep. uh, I would also not be surprised if the their interim stays uh, in Vegas as well. Right, and we'll see. We'll see with some uh, other opportunities too. With like you know a guy like Eric Bieniemy, someone in the talks last year. Yes, um, yes, he has a good chance of becoming a head coach this year. Um, Byron Leftwich. Uh, yep, yep. Byron Leftwich. Um, I think that 
there's definitely options out there for a lot of these teams. And, uh, mm. you know, one team that we just talked about before the podcast, um, Joe Judge, the fact that he is staying in New York is I cannot believe it. It's it's almost like Jim Harbaugh staying in Michigan, like Joe yeah. Judge staying in New York. And he's been saying some really weird stuff, like he said uh, a few weeks ago, oh that the old uh, Giants players who aren't on the team anymore, who were on the team last year or two years ago, are still calling him about saying how much fun it's they so had. so weird. How good of a team they were. Do you remember the preseason, how much bullshit was going on? With, mm-hmm. in, in the, like They had like three guys retire in like two days. It was so weird. And also uh, – uh, underrated quote from that rant he went on was he was like three years ago when I was on a team which was the Patriots the year they won the Super Bowl he was like we were all in danger of getting fired blah 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 like what what are you talking about you were on yeah. a Super Bowl winning team with Tom Brady uh Joe Judge is definitely a nutcase I think he has potential to be a good coach but it's the stuff he says and the results they've been getting in the last couple of weeks I would think would end up in him being fired um, I think the Giants are going a different route. Uh, Gettleman just retired today as well. So maybe they're going for the new GM look. We'll see what the new GM does. Um, but, yeah, no, I think Joe Judge is definitely on a flaming hot seat right now. Oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, so other kick, uh, coaching candidates, Callum Moore, I think we'll get a couple interviews. Love Bill him. Bryan, some, Bill Bryan somehow got an interview with Jacksonville, classic Jacksonville hire. Um, yeah. But – I think Doug Peterson totally will get a job. I think Flores will probably get a job. And there'll be some other obscure guys like like Sirianni coming out of nowhere. Who knows right. what weird hires we'll get. And I'm all for it. I love coaching hires. It's exciting. Um, also, if the Eagles really wanted to attack this offseason, they would fire Gannon and hire Vangio as DC. But that's agreed. That that is but- that's that that would be hard to justify, especially because they just hired Gannon, but well, yeah, and it's funny, like, you know, with the Eagles media and everything, how crazy it is. Um, you know, people were calling for Gannon's head in the first six, seven yeah. weeks of the season. But then, you know, the defense really stepped up towards the end of the season. I know we didn't play very good teams then, but, no. you know, like, he almost seems like a stud in the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not, you know, let's push away that Dallas Week 18 game. Um, yeah. Other than that, like, his, pre- his previous five, six games, he was – the Eagles were – a probably a legitimate top 10 defense, maybe if not top five defense within those set of weeks. Totally, totally. Before we get to the Eagles, because we want to cover it all, um, let's talk about week 18. It was a really weird week, uh, more of like playoff implications for like seedings. Um, we had the crazy Raiders-Chargers game last night. Me and Davis mm-hmm. were both looking at it with a lot of interest. It was a really fun game, really fun game. And before the game, everyone's talking about, if this game ends up in a tie, they both get in and the Steelers get out, which yep. everyone was like, oh, that's cool, whatever. But we almost got a tie. We really, really close to a tie. And it was getting interesting because they were wasting a lot of clock. And they were like the 40 or 50 yard. The Raiders were at the 40 or 50 yard line. Um, but, you know, it, it, the Raiders won. Good for the Raiders. They really deserved that playoff spot this year. And Derek yeah. had a great year. Yeah, they did. And you know what? The, the one thing that kept the Chargers out of the playoffs this year has to be Brandon Staley. Uh, you know, yeah. some of his decision-making skills were just abominable. You know, the fourth and one from their own 20 in the third quarter is horrendous. Even though you're down two scores, you can't be doing that in your own territory. Um, you know, the timeout at the end of the at the end of overtime that let the Raiders run the ball for another 10 yards. Like, that turned a 57-yard field, yeah. field goal into a 47-yard field goal. And 
it has come out that the Raiders seemed like they were going to just run the ball, kneel the ball, kick a long field goal if you know co- the clock kept ticking. But you know, with the timeout, it gave them uh, what Derek, Sar- Derek Carr said gave them momentum to uh, you know run the ball a little bit farther and know that why are we t- why are we going for the tie at this point? Yeah. Also, Josh Jacobs had a very, very good underrated game uh, when they were coming down the field at the end over time. He had like a 14 to 15 yard run for first down that pretty much set up the rest of the game. They raced it up the clock, hit, kicked the field goal, and that was all she wrote. Um, other way in the league, nothing really. Not these games were resting starters and like like the Bengals didn't play anybody. Um, the Lions beat the Packers, even though Rodgers played most of the game. Uh, weird game, weird, weird week, but. I mean, Davis, we got – before we get to – we'll talk about the whole playoffs, but let's just quickly look at the bracket for the whole playoffs. A um, lot of interesting places. Uh, the Titans, the number one seed, after Derrick Henry got hurt, no one would have – Which – If you which, said the Titans would have the first seed, you'd probably be crazy. How are they – how are they losing to the Houston Texans at some point in this game, even though it's for the one seed? I don't understand that. The Titans didn't seem like they – Felt like they were playing for anything, and the one seed at this point with this new uh, playoff expansion is absolutely huge. I don't know what mm-hmm. the Titans are doing. I don't know how I feel about them. Um, you know, they're so hot and cold. Um, but you know, it seems like they have the team. They they have a they have a very good defense. The offense yeah. seems like it's running pretty well, even though Tannehill is a quarterback who I would consider as mediocre. Um, oh, and yeah. you know, they'll, just they'll, mediocre they'll as take, they come. Yeah, and they'll take on the lowest seed coming. Uh, see if there are any upsets coming up uh, in the wild card, which. If if everything if everything plays out how Vegas thinks that they, that means the Cincinnati Bengals will run into Music City. Oh yeah, I, I think that'll be a great game. Um, so before we go over the whole playoffs, let's talk about the Eagles because we can't start start about talking about the playoffs without the Eagles. Eagles finished nine and eight, made the playoffs last week. Um, Davis, I mean, this is obviously exceeding expectations this season, but I mean. No one thought we'd win nine games and go to no. the playoffs. I didn't. Not I certainly didn't. We were uh, listening. We were both driving up back to uh, Penn State yesterday. We're back in State College. But we're listening to an old podcast talking about uh, the NFL week one, talking about fancy drafts. And we did an over-under of six games where the Eagles will win. And we all said over, but like six or seven wins don't make the playoffs. So huge season for them. Davis, what was your biggest surprise coming out of the season for the Birds? It has to be Nick Sirianni. I mean, you know, even though he's not the guy on the field making plays, he really did step up as a coach throughout the weeks. And, you know, we started off the season two and five with a very tough schedule going against the Bucks, going against uh, the 49ers. Like the fact that he was able to get through that and push through the end of the season, which we were favored in five games in a row at least. Um, yeah. You know, that, that's huge for a coach to do. And, you know, we didn't re- – you know, I would say that one game, uh, the one game against the Giants that we lost to was a very, very bad loss that was not yeah. the Jalen Hurts that we saw this year in that game. But, you know, Sirianni played uh, – played. Sirianni coached well. And, he did uh, play well. Yeah, and, uh, and another thing, the defense played really well. I was a little surprised about the secondary this year. Oh, yeah. Um, I think a lot of people gave Sirianni a lot of shit because, what, he had a bad press conference and he was stuttering because he's nervous? Like, I know I would be stuttering like a – I stutter in here all the time. I was stuttering like an MF or up at, uh, at a head coaching introductory press conference, especially when Jeffrey Lurie talked for like 20 minutes. Let's not forget right. that either. Um, but Sirianni easily coached the candidate. You probably won't get it, but 
only rookie head coach in the playoffs right now. Uh, Staley got in. They both would have been, uh, obviously, rookie head coaches in. But nine wins, playoff appearance. Eagles have a really bright future, especially with three first-round picks after the Colts so generously gave it to us when uh, they decided to also miss the playoffs, which was nice. A little bit of comeuppance for Carson Wentz. Not that we don't like Carson Wentz, but um, I'd have to say the biggest surprise for me is Jalen Hurts. A lot of people knew he would do well. Not sure how well. I mean, set the rookie or the, not the rookie, the quarterback rushing record with ten or eleven. I think it was ten rushing touchdowns. Team record. Team record. Team record. Sorry, franchise record for the Eagles. Um, which is saying something because we have Michael Vick, Don McNabb, Randall yeah. Cunningham, a lot of really good rushing uh, running quarterbacks that we've had. But he's looked really good in the air as well. He had a really uh, bad couple of games with the Giants game. Uh, he started off slowly, but just like Sirianni. They both grew as the season progressed. His best game by far was probably the uh, Washington game at home or maybe the Broncos game. He was really, really good, and uh, it helps that we finally have some good weapons in Goddard. Uh, I'd say Kez Watkins has been a sleeper, and obviously our boy Smitty, Devontae Smith, had a really good rookie year, broke the uh, rookie receptions record for the Birds. I really – but, like, let's go talk about the playoffs because – What's the likelihood we actually beat the Buccaneers and Mr. Tom Brady himself? Yeah, I mean, we're we're eight and a half dogs going into it. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we got the Sunday 1 o'clock game. Tampa Bay has been so good at home this year. Um, yeah. You know, I think that line is pretty correct. And uh, But y- you have to look at on a momentum side. You know, the Buccaneers mm-hmm. struggled a little bit against Carolina last week, even though they weren't, you know, they weren't playing for much. But at the same time, they, they were playing their starters. Um, the week before, they had a really close game against the Jets. That really it came down to the last like a last. Something happened that game. The, the Jets game. I don't. Yeah, did something happen? I don't know. Oh yeah, that. I mean, Antonio Brown. Let's talk about that real quick before. Like, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, Antonio Brown. I don't want to like start throwing accusations because a lot of people I think have been really. Uh, beating the crap out of him verbally this week. He did yep. say a couple of stupid things on the Full Send podcast, like saying that Tom Brady can't win without him. I mean, he has six Bowl wings to show for that. So we'll leave that conversation there. But I, I do feel bad for Antonio Brown. Something clearly wasn't right, whether it was him, whatever was going on with the Buccaneers. I think uh, him and Bruce Arians probably have a uh, like, little bit of blame on this. Obviously, he probably shouldn't have walked out. But it seemed like Bruce Arians is kind of being an ass to him. I don't know where we should like take sides on this, but it's kind of a just like sad, disappointing story. I mean, I feel bad for Antonio Brown, one of the most talented wide receivers of all time, and that's indisputable. Look at his stats. I mean, he, he's one of the best route runners by far. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I think nothing was the same after that Vontaze perfect hit. I yeah, mean, I mean, he really went down after that. Yeah, and you know, you got to look at this. Like, I don't want to turn this into something deep, but you have to look at it as a human. Like, it's yeah. the stuff that you know. It's, the stuff that he's done the last few years, it's really sad. And the fact that, you know, football is probably a main cause of some of this is really sad to think about. And, you know, I hope he betters himself and everything, but I don't see him playing another snap in the NFL. No, I mean, walking out of an NFL game and throwing your pads into the crowd, I mean, that's that's straw one, two, and three right there. Um, right. How can you sign a guy as talented as he potentially could be and expect to put a level of confidence in him that he won't walk out of a game? Like, that shouldn't even be one of the first things you're thinking of when you're signing a player. Because obviously, you're not going to walk out in an NFL game that's broadcasted to hundreds of millions of people watching around the world. Right. Um, anyway, let's get back to the playoffs because 
we have a lot of good games, Davis. Uh, yes, let's start with the Raiders and the Bengals. By far, if there was a most improved team award, the Bengals win it. Um, I don't think any of us, any of us had any indication that they might win that division. We had a heated debate about the Browns at the beginning of the year. We talked about the Steelers a decent amount. And the Ravens, I mean, everyone thought the Ravens were going to walk away with this division. Then they started like that. They were 7-2, and two, had some really good wins against the Chiefs, the Chargers, and a couple of division opponents. They fell apart quickly, especially when Lamar got hurt. But what do you expect for both these teams? I mean, I think the Bengals are going to win, but this could be a tough game. Yeah, I mean, we just saw the Raiders last night put up a fight against the Chargers, a team that yeah. really isn't that bad. And, you know, probably the first playoff team out of the playoffs, that the, the best team that didn't make the playoffs, probably the Los yeah. Angeles Chargers. And, you know, they threw up 35 points against them. And not saying mm-hmm. that they have a great defense or anything, but I think once the Raiders' offense gets moving, they can get moving and they can do that oh, against really. this Bengals team. Um, you know, this this has to be a high-scoring game, in my opinion. I think this could be oh, some really. somewhat of a shootout. But Burrow has to turn it on just like he has in the last few weeks. Um, he really mm-hmm. has solidified a uh, comeback player of the year, you know, candidacy the last few weeks, especially ha- having a game over 500 yards. You know, Chase yeah. had like two, over 200 yards in uh, week 17. I think that this this Bengals team, if they get hot, they can get going. But if they're cold, they're probably the worst team in this. And this is a hot take. If they're cold, they are probably the worst team in the playoffs. I, I actually agree with that. Um, it, either them or the Steelers, I think. But yeah, yeah, the right. Bengals, if they get started and if Joe Burrow looks like he did the last time he was in a playoff game, the Raiders are in a bad are in for a bad day. I mean, I think Joe, Joey Burrow could become one of the most clutch players in the NFL. He he's it seems like he's built for this. He's ice cold, never flinches, gun to your head. Like he's got to be one of the one of the best college football players of all time. Um, and Jamar Chase, I mean, he has to win rookie offensive rookie of the year now, especially after, especially after the performance against the Raiders two weeks ago. Right. I, I was the Ravens, excuse me, but I, I do like the Bengals in this game. And uh, like you said, if they get hot, watch out for the Bengals. And I really, really mean that. If they kick the crap out of the Raiders, really watch out for them next round. Um, yep. Let's move on to, I think, what might be the closest game of the playoffs. And I know it's the Lions four and a half, and there's a couple closer lines, but this is a divisional game. This is a divisional game, man. These two teams really do not like each other, and I hate to say that phrase because you hear it every single week on ESPN, yep. but the Pats were the team this whole year. They looked like a potential Super Bowl contender for a little bit. They cooled down towards the end of the season, so the Mac Jones hype. But, Davis, which way do you think this, this game is going to go? Because I think it could go either way. I'm totally agreed. And, you know, I'm a big fan of the Patriots and Bill Belichick. You can't go against Bill Belichick in the playoffs. Um, I I agree. I think this probably might be the closest game. Um, As in, the Bills might be the shakiest team in here, (laughs) resume-wise. You know, they're a team that lost to Jacksonville, uh, but they're a team that crushed KC. Like, I can't – I don't understand how they're so up and down. Um, But Josh Allen – still in my opinion is a top five quarterback in the league and uh, totally. you know they're, they're playing against a rookie quarterback Jones who has never played in the playoff game of course and uh, so I'm gonna take definitely gonna have to take the bills in this game I, I think I'm gonna agree with you and take the bills here um I, I'm really I'm really I don't know what to do here though because 
This is the classic. Do not bet against Belichick in the playoffs. He will make you look like a fool. 10 times out of 10. But this yeah. is a different team. There's no Tom Brady. The offense is completely different. Defense is amazing. But, I mean, Matt Jones is a rookie. It's hard to gauge these kinds of things. But don't be surprised if the Patriots win this game. But I, I have to, for the betting sake, I'm going to ride with the Bills on this. I think they have a very good team. And, and they looked really good towards the end of the year after a shaky uh, first half of the year. Yeah, I'd definitely um, stay away from it, uh, <laughs> Vegas-wise, totally. from this game. You never yeah. know. I think the over probably will hit on this game. I think they're going to score a lot of points. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it's I, shaky. It's shaky. It's I, I'd shaky. actually say I'd say no. I, I'd actually no. go with the under in this game um, okay. because you know the Bills' offense. You don't know with them. You, you really don't know with them. They you know they struggle to put up points sometimes, and the over under is it's low. It's forty three and a half right now. But it seems like the money's coming in at under because, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, 43 and a half is minus 112 right now. So I'd be curious to see if this line moves anymore. Uh, Me too. Uh, Let's go into the Eagles and the Bucks. We kind of talked about this, but let's really get to the nuts and bolts of this. Who's going to win? I I have to go with the Bucks. You know, they're the better overall team. They're they're the Super Bowl uh, champions from last year, defending champs. And, uh, you know, Nick Sirianni coaching his first playoff game. I I think – the Eagles win this game by rushing for over 175 yards. And I yeah. don't think that can happen with this Bucks team. And yeah. uh, Bubba made a good point on our way back from class earlier. This is like the third time in NFL history ever that um, the top passing offense is playing as the top rushing offense in the wow. playoffs. I did not know that. So, That's which is crazy. really interesting to think about. But, um, you know, the Bucks have a top five rushing defense. Um, if not, definitely a top 10 rushing defense. And I'm I'm a little worried that Brady can just complete those 10 dink and dunk 10 yard passes up and down the field all game. What really is going to come down to is if Hertz can have his best game of of the season by far. I mean, he needs to come out and look like if I obviously they win this game, Hertz is the franchise quarterback. No question about it. Um, at least in the next couple of years, but if the Eagles are going to win this game, it's going to come on their own defense. I mean, I think the offense can get it done. They can stay in games. They are definitely a competitive offense, not anywhere near the Buccaneers level. We have to be able to stop Brady. And, I mean, the reason the Eagles won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago is because our defense was amazing. Yeah. Um, although maybe we didn't have Darius Slay back then. Um, we have a really good secondary that deserves a lot of praise because they were really, really bad the last couple of years. Um but at the end of the day, I think the Bucks are in this game. But I do like Eagles plus eight and a half. I do like Eagles plus an eight and a half. And this will be a close game, but I do think the Bucks are going to win. Yeah, I can't bet. Can't bet on the Eagles or against the Eagles. Uh, you never know. I mean, I'm not going to take it, but I just like it. I'm just throwing it. Yeah, out yeah, there. yeah. No, I, I somewhat agree. I think, um, you know, I, I think the thing that I would stick with is probably um, as of right now, the Buccaneers are at 29 and a half points. And uh, that, that's what Vegas is putting them at. I, I would probably have to say the under there. I don't see them. I don't see them just routing us with 30 points. You know, I think if this is going to be a close game, this has to be a low scoring game. Yeah, agreed. Uh, let's go to the Niners and the Cowboys. I don't think this is much debate here. I think the Cowboys are going to win this game, but do not be surprised if the Niners keep this close. Do not be surprised if the Niners keep this close. Uh, I mean, Jimmy G really looked good against the um, the Rams last or yesterday, I guess. But I do think the Cowboys, and I hate to say this, are legitimate Super Bowl contenders this year. 
I right. I, I completely disagree. I think that, really? I think this is I think okay. this is my this is my upset of the playoff of the wild card. Really? I love love the 49ers. Absolutely okay. love the 49ers. The way they played against the Rams, I think that their offense is getting a little scary in my opinion. I think that okay. Jimmy G is trying to starting to find his stride. You know, not that it all goes through one guy, but Debo Samuel is just such a playmaker. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the defense is really starting to step up. And we saw that yesterday against the Rams. The Rams really struggled. They were up 17-0 at one point in the game. Sean McVay was 45-0 and before yesterday when he's leading in the first half. And this is now the first oh, loss that Sean McVay has. That's crazy. I did not know that. With a, with a lead going into halftime. And that's why this 49ers mm. team is scary because when their defense is on, they can shut teams out. And this uh, – you know, you never know with this Cowboys team. You know, they lost mm-hmm. to the Broncos earlier this year. Um, they got crushed by them. And, uh, you know, and even even week 18, I I, on, in, in all honesty, I was on vacation. I didn't watch much of the Eagles-Cowboys game. But the Eagles played really well for having their backups in. The Cowboys started 17 of their starters. The Eagles started 17 of their backups. And it was still mm-hmm. a close game for a little bit. I, I don't see the Cowboys – Abs just pulling away in this game. I actually think I see the 49ers winning by, I, I'm going to say a touchdown. Okay. David, really, I love the confidence. I love that you're coming out like that. I think the Niners, I think this, if anyone's going to win, uh, if any underdog is going to win, it would probably be the Niners. But I, 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 like I said, I really do think the Cowboys are good this year. They have a good offense. Their defense is a lot better. Our boy, Micah Parsons, is a dog. Um, but yeah, can't I, trust. I, this is a tough look, game. Look, you can't I, trust I, the Cowboys. I, I, you can't. I understand that. I understand that. But you can't trust Mike McCarthy, in my opinion. I, I don't think you can trust Mike McCarthy in these situations. And look, the defense played well. The defense played well. But look at the. Of course, I'm going to bring him up. But look at Trayvon Diggs, guy who led the league in interceptions. He also led the league in receiving yards against. Like I don't see yeah. this defense stopping Debo Samuel. I don't see this defense. I don't see the front seven stopping the run game at all. I don't see them stopping Kittle. I think that I think the 49ers are I think they're I'm gonna say it right now. I think the 49ers win this game pretty handily. Okay, Davis. I cannot wait to come back to this this time next week. And we'll see. We'll see where our takes are at. Um, but I love the confidence. Let's move on to probably the easiest game to predict. I think the Chiefs are gonna win. I, I don't want to say that they'll win by a lot because I think 12 and a half is a large spread for any playoff game. Um, I'm, and the Steelers are not great, but they got here for a reason. They were really bad at the beginning of the year. I forget their record was, but they tied the Lions. They had a lot of tough losses. Um, and they fought to get back here. But, I mean, the Chiefs, they're just the Chiefs. I, I think they're going to kick the shit out of the Steelers. Um, they're going to win by at least a touchdown. I think you can lock that in. But yeah, it would not surprise I mean, me if the Steelers keep this close. Yeah, I mean, clearly Vegas would agree. This is the night game on Sunday night. Um, you know, the Steelers, it is? I don't want to say they, uh, yeah, it's a night game on Sunday. I don't want to say the Steelers snuck into the playoffs here, but they, they basically did. They snuck in they on did. a last second field goal in a game that they weren't even involved in. And, you know, maybe that gives them some confidence, but we, we saw how Ben Roethlisberger played in what was his final home game and his final regular season game, most likely. And nothing to him, no, nothing impressed me. Nothing impressed me. I see the chiefs winning this game. Uh, I think this spread is a little high, just in, I'm not saying I think yeah, the Chiefs, I that the Steelers are going to cover it, like, but I'm saying I just think as a for a playoff game, the spread's a little high, and I'd somewhat stay away. But I think the Chiefs could uh, could very well just dominate this game. And let's not tell about this, but I think we need to give the Steelers a little bit more respect. They have a, they've always had a really good defense. 
And yeah, as much they, as I hate yeah. to say it, they still have Claypool. Najee Harris is really good. Um, Deontay Johnson is a monster when he's healthy. And Big Ben, at this point in his career, is just good enough to get the job done as long as he doesn't fall on his face. Agreed. But how are you down 36-3 to with three minutes left in the fourth quarter? In this game three weeks ago, like how True. are the Steelers? Yeah, how do the Steelers give up? I forgot that Bleacher was super recent. How they put up three points in 57 minutes against the Chiefs defense? Now they're you know, Chiefs defense are really finding their stride now. But if the defense are if the defense is finding the stride, Mahomes will figure everything else out. And I, I, totally. I see the Chiefs making it to the Super Bowl, and uh, you know, we'll talk about that later. But we'll get that. I, in I, the see, I see them getting all the way there. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So let's go to the last playoff game before we get to Super Bowl picks. Cardinals, Rams. Um, this is the Monday night game. Whatever. I, I don't. I don't. This will be totally a great Monday night game, especially for wild card. Cardinals, Rams. I would say they're about the same team, both with the high upside that if they win this game, could totally um, maybe go on a run. I don't know if they'll get past the Packers, but um, I, I think if the Rams win this game, watch out for the Rams. And I, I'm going to take the Rams here. See, you know. I, I, the Rams seem a little fraudish to me. You know, everyone they came into the year. They, they were the NFC favorite coming into the year. And, you know, is they, they don't even trust Matt Stafford. You know, no. I was listening to this podcast this morning, and these guys are talking about how, um, you know, they're in, they're, 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 uh, are in third and goal. And instead of having Stafford throw it for seven yards, eight yards or whatever it is, to the best receiver in the NFL for this year, Cooper Cup, they decided to run the ball and take the ball out yeah. of Stafford's hand. I, I don't think they trust Stafford enough. You know, this is pretty last second, but I'm actually going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. I think it's actually wow. better that they're playing in Los Angeles. They um they, they've just been it's so bad at home. home. They've been so, so bad at home this year, and uh, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna ride with Kyler Murray and uh, this Arizona offense and Cliff Kingsbury. I just remembered something. Is D Hop playing or not yet? Uh, I, I they were he, he'll be available for the playoffs, right? I think so. I, I you know that's that's the last I heard. So. From that, I'm pretty sure he's playing. He's not on their injury report, it looks like, right now. Okay. So, I'm going to say, yes, D-Hop is playing. All right. Well, if D-Hop plays, I think this. I think the Cardinals totally have a good chance at the game. But I, I'm still riding with the Rams. Their defense is really good. at the. Their offense is shaky, for sure. They're either one of the best in the league or they look like dog shit. Um, but I, their defense will keep this, in, keep this game close. Aaron Donald's obviously a monster. Jalen Ramsey, what more do I have to say? Um, Odell deserves a lot of credit as well. He had five touchdowns this year after getting traded or cut or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Stafford's good, he's really good. So watch out for the Rams. But Davis, let's just do the, the great mean, mainstream thing. Let's just pick our Super Bowls already. Um, AFC and NFC champ and your eventual Super Bowl champ. Look, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw this. Uh, I'm going to throw this graphic back up. Um, I see. I 100. Ooh, is it working? I don't know how to. How do I uh, take us off here? There you go. There you go. Uh, look, I see the Chiefs again. I see the Chiefs beating the Steelers, and I, I can definitely see them being a team that plays. You know, the Bills or whatever it comes down to in the next round. And we saw how the Chiefs can beat them last year. Uh, I see the Chiefs kind of making it through the AFC easier than any NFC team will um, on their side. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs in the AFC on the NFC side. I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna say the Buccaneers. I think that um, really, I see the Bucks winning it. Um, I think that I think that they can definitely beat the Eagles, and it's hard to say that, but I think they can beat the Eagles and start to build some momentum. And uh, 
you know, we saw a, it's, you know, same thing happened last year, obviously, which it's the odds of that happening are very, very slim. But the fact that yeah. Brady and Rogers would be playing again in the NFC championship game, you know, I see, I can see Brady going into Lambeau Field and bringing this Buccaneers team to the Super Bowl. I see the Chiefs beating them in the Super Bowl, though. I know that was some of, most of our predictions last year. Um, I'm, I'm giving Mahomes the second ring. All right. Uh, I don't hate it. I really don't hate that. But I picked I picked him at the beginning of the year. As I said, we listened to our week one predictions. And we talked about the Super Bowl predictions then. And I had the the packs the packs the Packers in the Super Bowl, and I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with that. I think the Packers are gonna make the Super Bowl. I think this is the year that Aaron Rodgers gets a Super Bowl ring because I, I, there's a lot there's a lot of other players that deserve Super Bowl rings, but Aaron Rodgers has to be t- towards the top of the list. He has been the definition of the word elite the last couple of years, and he deserves another Super Bowl ring to show it. Because I, I don't want to say this, but the first ring he won was kind of fluky. Like, they were really good, don't get me wrong. But Aaron Rodgers was no more near the top of his powers where he is right now. Correct. Um, I, I'd like the Packers in the NFC to come out. Well, I would not be surprised if the Buccaneers came out either. But I like the Packers. And then the AFC, I mean, you could really pick anybody. But I'm going to I'm gonna ride with you, Davis. I think it's going to be Packers, Chiefs, and the Super Bowl. Um, I think the Bills could get there. The Titans could get there if Derrick Henry comes back. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills went on a little, uh, Bengals went on a little run, but at the end of the day, I'm going to take Packers Chiefs, and uh, I got the Packers winning it all. I like it with the Packers. I'm gonna while this graphic's up here, I'm gonna give a little hot take. Maybe not about the Super Bowl, but just about the playoffs. So let's uh, let's bring let's bring in the fire. I I don't know. uh, Hold on, where's uh? Oh, you have overlay on. Hold on, let me. I'm taking it. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I'm. The Titans lose in the divisional round. I don't care who they play; they're going to lose. And that's going to be my hot take. I just don't see them being—I don't see them being consistent enough to be able to win a game. Uh, you know, they had some fluky wins this year. They had some very close wins where they should have won big. And uh, so I'm going to take—I'm going to say the Titans lose in the divisional round. They, Ethan, do you have any playoff? Okay. I want to hear your playoff hot take. We're in the room. It's getting—it's getting a little hot in here. Playoff hot takes. Um, I'm going to say. If all right, if the Eagles beat the Buccaneers, they're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, Ethan, you had to say it, didn't you? I did. I did. I mean, if we beat Brady in Tampa Bay, we beat the top passing offense, I think there's a very good chance because then we're automatically playing the Packers, and that will be a harder matchup than the Buccaneers itself. But I think the Eagles are and always have been a team built off of momentum. And, I mean, that's what they've done all year is they've got more momentum and they've only gotten better. And let's not forget we have the best rushing offense in the league. We set a franchise record in overall rushing yards on offense. And I think that means something. And I think the Packers or uh, might have a better – we might have a better matchup rushing-wise against the Packers versus the Bucks. But I, I do really like the Eagles if they uh, win this game. Um, obviously, you asked me for a hot take day. I'm giving you a hot take, but that that is my hot take. Um, I like it. I like it. So NFL award predictions. Let's just do some uh, MVP. Who's your MVP? It it it's just it's kind of unfortunate, but it it, it not unfortunate. 
because there's so many, so many good non-quarterbacks in the contention. You know, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup has to be Aaron Rodgers. It absolutely has to be Aaron Rodgers. And you know, Vegas is saying it's Aaron Rodgers, so I'm gonna ride with them. It's Aaron. I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers. I don't agree. I, it's it's either Rodgers or Brady, and I think Rodgers overall was probably the strong pick. Um, right now, it's Rodgers minus six twenty-five, and then Burrow, Jonathan Taylor. Um, I think if the if Colts playoffs and and really would have a real uh, argument for himself, but I do think it's Rodgers uh, and the offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year, I, I mean, it has to be Cooper Cup. You know, I think that Jonathan Taylor is yeah. definitely a close second, very close second. I can see either of them winning it. But the fact that Cooper Cup was 18 They're yards away from 10, breaking. 10. I'm going to have to say, I mean, the fact that Cooper Cup was 18 yards away from breaking the all-time receiving record. He had just an un- unbelievable season. I'm pretty sure he had 16 touchdowns. I'm going to say Cooper Cup. I have to agree with Cooper Cup. He almost won fantasy league, our fantasy league this year. So I'm. One of them, um, and I do best offensive player by far. Jonathan Taylor's a good argument, but it has to be defensive player of the year. JJ Watt, move on. TJ Watt. TJ Watt. But yeah, not JJ Watt. TJ Watt. No. I mean, I'm looking at that now. Minus 1,420. Yeah, for two, I mean, he locked it up. A couple weeks ago. I mean, he tied the sack and record. So offensive rookie uh, of the year, Micah Parsons, move on. Offensive rookie of the year. Uh, you say offensive? Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, we're losing a little connection again. Um, I'm gonna go with. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard to choose between Mac Jones and Jamar Chase. Look, Jamar Chase had an unbelievable end of his year. But, um, you know, I don't I think Vegas is saying Jamar Chase, too. I'm going to have to go with Mac Jones. I think Jamar Chase is going to win yeah. it. But I think Mac Jones deserves it. Um, he is a rookie quarterback that led his team to the playoffs. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, I mean, I know Chase as well. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, just going in and out. Parches for the year, Mike Parsons, right? Yep, yep. Uh, and uh, I don't know, matter. I think maybe Joe Burrow for comeback player of the year. Nah, I think it's gonna be Dak Prescott. You know, Joe Burrow had you know Joe Burrow really. I think that Dak Prescott is going to win it. I know Joe Burrow definitely, in my opinion, deserves it. You know, you give it. ACL injuries are obviously hard to come back from, but nowadays they're a lot easier. Dak's injury was just so gruesome, so unbelievable that he was able to come back and just be yeah. as good as it was, as it was, even better. So I'm going to say Dak. Okay. Uh, I agree. Uh, before we end, I mean, this will come out of time, but. We're going to talk about it anyway. The national championship game is tonight. Alabama versus Georgia. Georgia's the two and a half. I think it's going to be a really good game. A little shocking that Georgia's the favorite. I think um, Alabama's obviously defending champs. 
they beat George two weeks or two games ago. Yeah, I, I think a really good shot to beat, but I think it's the best shot Georgia has had in a long time. Obviously, they're in the championship, but the year they got close, they were really good, but they were not this good. I'm gonna ride with Georgia. I got the dogs tonight. I think they're too good, and Kirby Smart's gonna break the Saban uh, curse or whatever you want to call it. I, I like the dogs tonight. I'm gonna have to take the other side, Ethan. I'm gonna go with Alabama. Okay. I look. I don't trust Stenson. Are you saying Bennett that to be enough. an ass, or do you really believe Alabama? No, I really believe. It. I don't think Stenson Bennett okay. is enough. All right, all right. Stenson Bennett is not no, the quarterback. Me neither. He's he's not the quarterback that's gonna lead a national championship team. The defenses and the defense is good, but we saw how Alabama can put up points on them. We saw in the SEC championship game, we saw how you know how dominant both these teams were in the uh, college football playoff, the Final Four, or whatever. They both dominated, and uh, you know I think Georgia is getting a little bit too much credit for beating Michigan um, big because I don't think Michigan was. I think Michigan's a little fraudulent this year, and uh, I think Alabama totally. actually should get a little bit more credit uh, for you know beating. Since a Cincinnati team by 21, some people said they should have beat them by more, but I think I'm going to ride with Alabama. And I, you know, I, I like Alabama money line tonight. Okay. Also, let's not forget, Stetson Bennett did have a season high 400 pass in the SEC championship. Yeah, but he did. I I think it's a lot closer than the last time, and uh, I think it's going to be a high. This is going to be a shootout, but I would not I'm, be. I'm on the other side. I think I think this is going to be either way. I think this is going to be very defensive. Very defensive. I'm going. I, I'm definitely taking. The, I would definitely take the under. I'm defensive about it. I'm getting defensive about the fact that you're calling it a defensive game. Nope. So I'm but, riding with Alabama um, under. You're riding with Georgia over. All right. All right. I'm taking Georgia in the over. I love it. I love it, baby. Um, but Davis, it's going to be the end of the show for now. Uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, we will be putting the whole 50 minute podcast out. And you can listen to that at your leader. And then if you just talk, if you hear us only talk about the Eagles, watch you, you want to hear us only talk about coaching, whatever, you'll see that on YouTube. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Two Boys, at, on Instagram at Two Boys. Don't forget the very important. Um, make sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that BS. We love you. And uh, we're going to keep doing this, I think. So, yes, sir. Just watch out. We're going to keep doing it. Um, but, Thank you, and we're out. Roll it.